Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, Fallout fam. Did you know that this show is now recorded live weekly at twitch.tv slash robots radio? That's right. Live weekly shows Monday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch TV slash robots radio. And you're welcome to join us. You don't have to listen to every episode through in order. You can come join us and listen in on the live episodes. Now the show has continued to evolve and change over time. And after the live episodes, I am having office hours, which is the time that I am now investing into the community to answer questions about podcasting, video creation on YouTube, streaming on Twitch, anything I can do to help you guys out with your own projects. That's going to be after the live recordings on Monday nights and all of the other live shows that I do throughout the week. So Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday nights. And... Also, some gameplay. So come join me at twitch.tv slash robots radio. I'll see you next Monday. This show is brought to you by our generous patrons at patreon.com slash fallout lorecast. Robots Radio presents the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast. A place for the Fallout community to come together to explore the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. According to the current version of the Wikipedia article about tribalism, it defines tribalism as a state of being organized by or advocating for tribes or tribal lifestyles. Human evolution has primarily occurred in small groups, as opposed to mass societies, and humans naturally maintain a social network. In popular culture, tribalism may also refer to a way of thinking or behaving in which people are loyal to their social group above all else. Or, derogatorily, a type of discrimination or animosity based upon group differences.
In Fallout New Vegas, we learn about Vault 19. Now, Vault 19 was unique among all the vaults. Well, a lot of the vaults are unique in some way. This one is uh, the only vault I know of, at least right now. I, I need to dig into the rest of these, but it's the only one I know of where you have two overseers. Each overseer is overseeing half of the vault, and the vault was divided into two sectors, red and blue. Uh, kind of like a video game where you have to choose sides for a PvP match. You had the red team, and you had the blue team. Each overseer was the only one who knew about the experiments, with the slight possibility that maybe the doctor was involved too. But the overseer, their job was to continue the experiment, as it was with many of these vaults. And in this vault, the experiment was... What happens when we have two groups of people divided, living in the same space, identifying with one group or the other, and being induced with paranoia through non-chemical and non-violent means? According to the Gamepedia article on Vault 19, subliminal messaging may have been a factor. As a child states on his terminal, he was hearing high-pitched noises, and so were his friends. Many journal entries indicate levels of paranoia, blaming the other faction for vault malfunctions and the doctor for drugging them. There were also notes hearing sounds, feeling unusual drafts from air from the vents, and seeing the lights blinking patterns like some sort of code. Both factions blamed this on the other unaware that the true culprits were the overseers at the direction of vault -Tec. Some inhabitants suspected that the doctor may also have been involved. Patient notes in the clinic indicated that many patients experiencing psychosis or aggression, but the notes give no indication that the doctor is aware of the cause. Now, it goes on to explain, um, and you may remember this from Fallout New Vegas, that the results of this are not fully known. Either the inhabitants were killed through paranoia, through their own aggression towards each other, or the water filtration malfunctioned, poisoning them, or, and or, fire geckos broke through from the sulfur caves and killed them. Either way, according to the article, it says, when the convicts who escaped from the NCR correction facility led by Samuel Cook discovered the vault, it was completely abandoned. Now, if you remember Fallout New Vegas, uh, Samuel Cook was the founder of the Powder Gangers, the uh, group of um, raiders who liked to blow things up. I, I remember having a good time killing them and having explosions go off all over the place as they threw their, uh, I believe they were sticks of dynamite, I think. Man, it's been a while, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, that was a, a very interesting faction. So the idea here is basically you have two groups of people who can't seem to get along because now, as the article says, there's speculation that the two groups couldn't get along because of some sort of uh, paranoia being in incensed by the experiment itself. But this hits on a much deeper human thing. Uh, in the intro, I read a, a small quote about a psychological term called tribalism. And tribalism is one of those interesting things about human psychology. Now, humans, according to this theory, evolved uh, in small family groups, small family groups, small tribes, 
with maybe a few dozen people at most. And there was a time period where we were hunter gatherers, where we would travel from one place to another, that we would require finding our food regularly. And we didn't stay in one place. We didn't have a society that was built around a location and a large, uh, complex network of food gathering and resources and money and those kinds of things that we do today. We were basically dependent on the people that we knew within a very tight group to make sure that we survived day to day. And it was, it was this dependence on each other that led us to identify as part of a specific group. And the trick here is just like in any decision, any decision, you get to a certain point in your life and you realize that making a decision for something means also making a decision against the other things that you can't have because you are taking that one thing. If I have 30 minutes to spend playing Fallout, then that's not 30 minutes I'm going to be spending cleaning my house. I'm giving up one thing in order to do the other. Same thing happens with tribalism. People are identifying themselves as one group to the exclusion of other groups. And this happens in modern society too. And this is one of the, the really interesting things about the way humans work. Something that was programmed into us through our evolution that aided our own survival is now working against us now that we're living in a bigger society. So put yourselves in the, in the shoes of a hunter gatherer. You are out on the hunt. You are with your, let's say dozen closest companions tracking game into the wild. And then you, you start to hear different sounds coming through the trees and you realize that there's another group of hunters out there hunting the same game you are. By nature, we are not predisposed to go up to those people and say, Hey guys, you want to split the, the, you want to split the game? You want to split the food with us? We can work together and, and catch this thing. No, you're probably more worried about you having dinner that night than those other guys on the other side of the forest. So there's going to be conflict and tension. You are not going to identify yourself with this other group of people who you do not know, who you realize that you probably can't trust because they probably have the same thoughts about you, the same misgivings, the same uh, curious but nervous quality about in interacting with you and your group that you do with them. You know you can trust the people you're with. Even, even Jimmy, who's, who's really terrible at throwing his spear and sometimes hits you in the back, you still got Jimmy's back. He's got yours. But these other, these other guys in this other group, you're not too sure about. That's the way tribalism works. The problem is that modern society isn't exactly the same thing, at least in our Western developed cultures. Most of us are not looking for our next meal. We're not living meal, meal to meal. Uh, even the poorest of us tend to have, find food <laughs> throughout the regular process of the day. But we still do this thing where we identify ourselves in a very deep, deep level as being part of one group or another. And it happens across lots of different things. I live in this city. I am from this place. I belong to this faith group. I vote along these party lines. I'm part of this nation. So therefore, anybody who is from a different thing, a different place, has a different ideology, is different from me and should not be trusted. This happens, this is the, the root cause of things like racism. If you are different from me and I don't fully feel like I understand you or can trust you, then 
by nature, it's safer for me in the wild to assume the worst than to assume the best because that makes me vulnerable. But in our modern society, we don't always have to work like that. In fact, sometimes it's better to be trusting. It's better to approach the opposite side with open arms and say, hey, let's work together and give somebody the benefit of the doubt from the beginning because the, the, the outcome of us working together is greater than being in conflict with each other. It's, it's an interesting paradox. And in Vault 19, you have a similar situation happening. Even if the two groups were not being fed subliminal messages from their overseers, simply the fact that they were divided and within a limited space with a limited amount of resources created conflict. It creates this us versus them mentality. And, um, you know, I do these shows because I enjoy the games, but I also do these shows because I enjoy talking about, you know, real world things that actually make a difference in our lives. And if, heck, if this show makes some sort of positive impact on the world, other than just being a source of entertainment, which is still good. Entertainment's a wonderful thing. It helps us get through our days. It keeps us in a good mood. We get along better with others when we feel satisfied and engaged with the world. But if this, if this podcast is able to do something beyond just that, I hope that there are different times when some of the things that we can use, even through a fictional source like the Fallout games, can make a difference in our own lives. So I, I would say, hey, take a look at your own life. Where, have, where has there been manufactured boundaries between you and another group? And where are you making assumptions about them? And how are you acting in a way that actually makes it worse for everybody because you are not willing to give them a shot? Maybe your life will be a little bit different. Just give it a thought. Thanks for listening to the Fallout Lorecast. All sounds and music are owned by Bethesda Softworks, and no copyright infringement is intended. If you have something you'd like to contribute to the show, please contact us at falloutlorecast at gmail.com or follow us and post some messages to us on Twitter at falloutlorecast. And if you'd like to support the show, tell a friend, or check out the rewards you can get for becoming a patron at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. I really appreciate you listening, and I'd love to hear from you soon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.